Welcome to the One Church Podcast. We're glad you could join us today for another epic message of grace. If you enjoyed today's word, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. It helps others like you find our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram by following us at OneChurchVB or join the discussion on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash OneChurchVB. For more information about One Church, go to OneChurchVB.com. Now, for today's epic message of grace. Here at One Church, we believe your tithes should belong in your home church. If you feel led to give, tithes and offerings can be contributed online through the Venmo app, available both on Apple and Google. Just search for One Church VB to find us today. You are now about to experience a Rick Stone original. Please enjoy. Hey, One Church, it is Saturday night and we are excited that you're here. We are still in Galatians, uh, which I am getting so much out of. Pastor David, Pastor Wally's preaching has been awesome. I encourage you to go back, listen to previous messages. Tonight we are continuing in Galatians chapter 5. I absolutely, I, I, I kind of got lucky landing on uh, Galatians chapter 5 because I love the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, we're going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit tonight and what that means for us. What does the fruit of the Spirit look like in our lives? How do we access the fruit of the Spirit? And I, I believe walking out of here, like I hope, well, you don't walk out of here. When you turn off your phone or shut down your tablet or whatever it is, uh, I, I hope you are encouraged. Tonight, I hope, if anything, you walk out encouraged with what God has for you, the, the access that you have to what uh, the Holy Spirit provides for us. The fruit of the Spirit, I think, is so powerful for our lives, and Paul really hits on it, and that's why I believe it's so popular. You probably heard a message messages on it before. So if you even if you've already heard all this, even if you've seen it before, I believe we can always go back over it. And I believe walking out of here, you will be encouraged. I believe walking out, you'll have a better understanding of what the Holy Spirit provides for us. So we're going to be in Galatians uh, chapter 5. We're going to start in, in verse 17, and then we're going to jump down to 22. And that's when we're going to go over the fruit of the Spirit. But I want to start right here with what Paul's writing to the Galatians church in uh, verse 17. It says, For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And it, it goes on to talk about the acts of the flesh and uh all the, all the things that what the flesh provides. But very specifically, it talks about the spirit being in contrary with the flesh. And, and it sounds like it's not very encouraging right now, but when you read that, it helps you understand yourself. It helps you understand why we have this internal battle that, that we talked about. I know I talked about a couple of weeks ago about we are we have borrowed Jesus's righteousness until we're in heaven. And then we, 
we're, we're with him. We are in right standing with God, but we are borrowing his righteous. So our flesh is still involved in, in life. We still have to deal with our flesh and the spirit is contrary to that. And that's when you feel convicted when you do something wrong or something that doesn't please God, you, you're in, in battle. And I believe every Christian uh, deals with that. I think that anyone that becomes a Christian and thinks they got it all together, they know all the answers, they have it right, like life is always 100% magical and perfect, I think they're fake. I mean, and I'm just going to lay that that's what I, I believe. But when you are battling with your flesh and you have the spirit inside of you, it's reality. That's really what you're dealing with. You, you have this urge to do something that's not of God, and the Spirit leads us. So I say all that, that it's okay to have that internal battle. If you're having that internal battle right now with something you're dealing with, I'm not encouraging you to fall into your flesh, whatever is self-pleasing. I, I encourage you to read God's Word. I encourage you to dig into what God says. It says that, that the spirit is contrary to the flesh. So what does my flesh want to do? Well, I should probably do the opposite. And, and when we listen to what God has to say to us, that's what we need to do. The flesh says, hey, we need to give up. The flesh says, go back to your old ways. The flesh says, I'm not good enough. I'm okay with living in this mediocre place right now. But the spirit inside of us has something so much greater for us. And Paul is saying that it's in conflict, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So once, as Christians, we invite the Holy Spirit into our life, and now we have to let room, we have to give room for the Holy Spirit to move in our life. And, and it can be difficult at times, but when we really step back and say, all right, Holy Spirit, I, I need you. God, do some, I, do whatever you have. I, I'm just sick of living this way. It, then the Holy Spirit can do something. He, the Holy Spirit's not a bully. He doesn't possess like the enemy tries to do. He's a gentleman. He, that's why we invite him in. That's why he gave a, Jesus gave us this gift of grace, uh, of salvation, and we get to accept it. He didn't push it onto us. He provided us a gift so we can accept it. The enemy will always try to possess. The enemy will always try to shove you in a direction and make you feel convicted and pour condemnation on you. And what the Holy Spirit does is convict us, but it's an uplifting conviction and saying, hey, but this is the way to go. Sometimes we fall into the flesh and then we go to the Holy Spirit and wow, the Holy Spirit leads us in the right direction. When we do something wrong and we do something that doesn't uplift, we don't run away from God. That's the most important time to run towards God. In situations when, when you're dealing with life, you run to God. Don't run away from God and try to figure it out on your own. And, and I understand pride can get in the way sometimes. Sometimes saying, no, God, I got this. Or I, I play tricks in my head sometimes where I'm just like, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to ask God for something else. I, I don't know if God wants to deal with this. I just asked him for this, this, and this. So uh, sh should I ask God for an Xbox? Yes, you should ask God for an Xbox. No, I'm saying you should always put whatever it is and give it to God. You should always give it to God. God, what, what do you have for me? What, what, what is it? How do you want to lead me? 
but it's making room to let the Holy Spirit lead you. And it says when you are under, when you are led by the Spirit, there, there is no law. And what does the law bring? The law brings condemnation. So guess what? You are not under condemnation when you're led by the Spirit. You should let the Holy Spirit guide you. Let, let Him lead you. But you have to let Him. But I want to talk about the good stuff. And it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's Galatians 5.22. It's probably uh, some of my favorite verses. And I probably spoke on it may, maybe the most. And I'm just going to read it. And it's Galatians 5.22, and it's through verse 25. It's, it, so it talks about the law, and if you live by, uh, under the law, then you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then he goes on to say, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have, been cruci have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Those are the things that the Holy Spirit provides to us. I, I, that, that word fruit is something that, it's something that's produced. It, it's something that that is produced in our lives. It's like a tree that produces fruit. And sometimes we try to produce it ourselves. Sometimes we try to be the seed to produce these things in our life. But what the seed is, is the Holy Spirit inside of us. Because if we try to say, I need more love in my life, I'm going to love. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to love the heck out of these people. And I'm going to love them and they're going to love it. Or I'm going to be patient. Or I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be great at it. You're living by the flesh in a sense, right? Like, like it's, all, it's almost contrary to what the Holy Spirit's trying to do. The Holy Spirit is the seed that produces all of these things, all the love, all the joy. If you need love, go to the Holy Spirit. If you need some joy in your life, go to the Holy Spirit, if you need patience, if you need self-control, any of these nine things, go to the Holy Spirit. Ask God for these things. God, seek these things out. Seek who He is. And these things will be produced in your life. The cool thing is people will be able to see this in your life as a Christian. That is what attracts people to Jesus. It's not us trying to be perfect it's a perfect God that's inside of us producing His fruit. So we get to enjoy and have all of this in our life. But I remember uh, Troy was telling me this a, a while ago, and it, it, it blew my... It's so simple, and it blew my mind. I was like in awe of, wow, that, that's spectacular. I never thought of it that way. I always thought of the fruit of the Spirit is for me. I, all the fruit is for me, and I get to eat all this fruit, and it's probably delicious. It's probably amazing. But this is the cool thing about the fruit of the Spirit. When you name all of those things, the, all of it, for, I'm going to go illustration. If an apple tree grows and it produces, guess it, apples, that's correct, apples. If it produces apples, it, it's not one day hungry and picks an apple off its own tree and eats it. It gets its 
it, it gets sunlight, it gets, I'm not, I'm not gonna act like I know everything, water, the soil, all that, and now it's producing fruit. It feeds off of other things and then it produces fruit. The fruit is not for itself, the fruit is for others around it. I get to walk by and grab an apple and eat it and enjoy it. So as Christians, we get to have this fruit put in our life that's produced by the Holy Spirit inside of us, and now our coworker, our family, our wife, our kids get to enjoy all of this. And it's the fruit off of our trees. And, and they pick it and pick it, and sometimes our kids pick a little too much, and then the love kind of slips away, and you're like, ah! And you get stressed out, and you go back to the Holy Spirit, and it produces more fruit. And we get to give this fruit away to the people that we love, to, to the people that need it the most. It's not for us. I also heard this uh, preacher uh, was telling a story about how, uh, I think he was in college and someone did this illustration of a dove and on, on its wing, it was nine feathers on the right wing and it showed uh, the gifts of the spirit and the nine gifts and on the left wing, it was the gifts, uh, uh, sorry, the fruit of the spirit on, on one wing. And some people are really good at, at the gifts and they know a ton of knowledge about the word and that's fantastic. They know everything and they probably put us, some of us to shame with their knowledge, but they don't have the fruit on the other side of the love and, and the joy and, and loving what God loves. And if you only have one wing, the bird really can't fly. And if the dove tried to fly, it would just spin in circles, pretty much. Is what it was. It was this this great illustration of you. You need all. God wants to give you everything. He wants to give you the all of the fruit. He wants to put that implanted in your life. He wants to see miracles happen in in your life. So we get to partake in what God brings to us: love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. That all comes from the Holy Spirit inside of us. Self-control always kind of messes with my mind. So the Holy Spirit gives me self-control. I thought I'd control myself. It, it works. I, I, sometimes I just don't ask questions. I just, I just let God be God, and I'll stay in my lane, and I get to reap the benefits of what the Holy Spirit provides for us. But... These things are so simple for Christians to implement in their life because it's not a works thing. It's not a, I, I have to do these things. It's I get to hang out with God and I get to have more love in my life. I worship God. I read his word. I, I get to hang out with other Christians that, that talk about God and uplift me. And I get love and joy and all the, these nine amazing things just come out of me. I, I get to have more patience when I feel like all my patience is gone. The Holy Spirit brings patience. And, and you say, I don't know how, how that works. If you've ever been in a stressful situation and you have a chance to walk away and just worship God for a minute, minute and put on a worship song that's all focused on God, like a true worship song where the words are all about how good God is, you walk away somehow with more joy. You walk away with more patience and you get refueled and you can go back into that same situation as a different person. In a sense, you're, you're filled up 
with so much of God that the weights fall off of you. That there's so much of God inside you, there's no room for that weight because you have to give it to God. You say, God, here's my weight. I'll take your fruit. I'd rather have the fruit than the weight. And sometimes, I'm not, it's, this is not condemnation on you if you're carrying it, but sometimes in life, especially 2020, I feel like we carry this weight. We carry the weight of, of life and we're not able to, to meet in person. We're not able to worship together and be able to do all these things and things just pile up in our life. And it's so easy to fall into that trap when all we have to do is say, God, I, I want more of the Holy Spirit. I want more of you and less of me. And the Holy Spirit is just, the, the fruit of the Spirit is just produced in our life. And the cool thing is, is it says, we live by the Spirit. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. That we don't fall behind. We don't run ahead, which very easily we like to get ahead of God sometimes. God says, hey, you don't know this because I don't, you don't need to know this. I got it mapped out for you. Just stay right here. It's a stroll, not a, not a rush to the end. And it's not a let's sit on a log and do nothing. It's a walk with the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. That's what we get to do. We get to be led by the Holy Spirit. And thank God we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And if, you, if, if you're new to, to Christianity and you're trying to understand this, it's that moment when, when you're doing something and you have this, this feeling that I should go this way and you have a peace about it. God will always bring peace. When you're making a decision and you're stressed out and, and you know you're gonna make a decision this way and this overwhelming peace comes upon you, I truly believe that's the Holy Spirit. I don't think the Holy Spirit will ever put that, have you go in a direction that you are stressed out and scared about. May, may will you say things like, this doesn't make sense? Yes, you'll probably say that every now and then, but you'll have this peace about it. And the cool thing is, is it's free. We have complete access to it because of what God, or what Jesus did on the cross. He went to the cross so we can have now access to God and the Holy Spirit comes inside of us. And that now we have all of this that in the Old Testament law we were trying to fulfill. We were trying to get more love, get more joy, peace, and I'm trying to be more kind and more good and more faithful and, and trying to be more gentle and have more self I'm trying to do all of these things and fulfill something, but what Jesus did on the cross was fulfilled all that for us, so now it lives inside of us. Now we have the choice to walk into that. And if you don't have that and you don't know, and maybe you're not a Christian, you say, I, I don't know, but I need that, you can have access to that right now. It's by making a decision for Jesus. It's saying, yes, Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I'm not saying you'll have every answer right away, but I promise you it'll be the best decision ever. All of this, all of this fruit will be upon you. I promise you. That, that, that's the, one of the few things in life I can say without a doubt, all these things will happen. It'll, it'll come onto you. And I promise you, you will see the difference. You just have to accept God. It says, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and you will be saved. That's what the, the word says. And when we believe in our heart and then we confess with our mouth and, and we get salvation, which is amazing. It's, it's heaven. One day I get to live in paradise with God. But there's something that the, the Holy Spirit is now inside of us. And now 
We get to walk and be led by the Spirit. Now every day you have access to God. Every day you have the Holy Spirit right there that you can go to and, and be led by. The, you can be comforted by in tough times. So if you're not a Christian and you're saying, I want that, I'm just going to ask you to pray. I'm, I'm going to say a prayer. You can say amen at the end. Uh, if you like, you can message us. But I, I believe the fruit of the Spirit is something everyone needs. So let's pray. God, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you that you went to the cross, Jesus, that you, that you went to the cross for our sins and not just for our sins, but to have access to our Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit. And God, we believe that, that you, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, that we are now saved by grace. And we thank you for that. And we are Christians in the name of Jesus. Amen. One Church, I, I hope you walk in this. I, I hope what, if there's anything, you just walk and understand that God absolutely loves you and the Holy Spirit provides all this to you. And all you have to do is choose him. One Church, I thank you and we're praying for you. We absolutely love you. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for another epic message of grace. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen so others can find us too. We'll be back next week with another incredible message. Until then, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at OneChurchVB or find out more information about One Church at OneChurchVB.com. Have a great week.